Hey, 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 this is William from Bad Dog Bikes Bicycle Sales and Service right here in historic downtown Freedom. Hey, I met a fella. His name's Joe Hall. He's coming out of Dayton, Ohio. How you doing, Joe? Pretty good, pretty good. Can't complain. Yeah, he's on a hell of an adventure here, people. He's heading to San Francisco, California, and he's pushing it and walking it. Tell us about your journey there, Joe. Uh, the journey itself is a, is a walk to raise awareness for mental health and suicide prevention, as well as raising funds for Children's Hospital back home for their behavioral health unit. A friend of mine, a girl I graduated with two years ago, lost her son to suicide at 16, and they started a fundraiser mm. in his name. And there was a business group in Dayton that told them, well, we'll give you five years. If you get to $50,000 raised, we're going to match that with 50000 Nice. Now, they do their own fundraisers and everything, sure. and before I started the walk, they had raised about 38 and a half of that, so okay. they're doing real well. And I told Sarah, when I decided to do this walk, I said, I'm going to do this for you guys to try to help you get to your 50000 Nice. And uh, she and her mom were both over overjoyed about it, you know, and so far, I think we've raised a little over 3000 more for them. Sure. It's less than I've wanted. Obviously, I try to set, I set a goal that I thought we could really smash, and... You know, but inflation right. being what it is, you know, yeah. I, I don't really, I know they'll get there next year on, on their fundraiser, but I, you know, I really want to do everything I can to help them get there. But sure. The and, more, oh. and create awareness is a big thing, Joe, as we talked earlier, you know, and then, because almost everybody's, you heard the story in the lunchroom, around the coffee shop, oh man, my friend's friend's son killed himself or daughter killed him. You've always heard those stories, stories trickled in, mm-hmm. you may not have actually had it happen to your family or a close me- member of your family, you know, like for me personally, right. suicide, you know what I mean? Yeah. But it do, it's terrible, it's tragic, it can be avoided, you know, we just got to create awareness and get them education programs and get them the support they really, really need Absolutely. to prevent that from happening you know? yeah and it was really crazy uh, a couple of weeks ago I was uh, in a little town in Iowa called Norway uh-huh. and uh, I'd gotten permission from the sheriffs to camp at, at the baseball field nice. and uh, I took a wrong turn I went a road too far up and I ran in there's a bunch of people having a pool party and they, you know they were yeah. and uh, they were like hey what are you doing and I, you know so I walked over and we started talking sure and they they fed me and nice. it, it got to the it got down to it and the homeowner the wife she goes you know when you said you were walking for mental health awareness I, it kind of shook me i don't know if you noticed she's like Cause six years ago we lost our son to suicide wow. and i was like and it's crazy because it's like if i don't take this wrong turn yeah we don't meet and we don't yeah, we right. don't connect and we don't talk about it and after her son passed away she gave her information to the funeral home they used and she said since then she lost count, but she she said it's probably close to 300 families have reached out to her yeah. having lost kids to suicide. Yeah, yeah, it you is know? terrible. It's tragic. It really is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, you know, the, the individuals who actually go through that action, if you sit there and ponder that for a moment, it's just terrible that those, those last few minutes, you know, if they could just get the little spark of hope or stop that physical pain. Because I've had a lot of friends who would tell me when they were severely depressed, it's just the physical pain. I just want that pain to stop in my body. You know yep. what I mean? And, you know, and it's just, it is tragic. And, you know, I appreciate what you're doing, Joe. That's outstanding. It's amazing. Thank you. Great stories to tell, you know. I mean, you're right. You took that wrong corner. Boom, baby. You meet these people. You hear that story. You got to share that life event with those people. And right. you got a good food out of the deal, too, yeah, I'm absolutely. sure. Absolutely. It's, it's, not, it's not often on this trip I've had home-cooked food, you know. Yes. So it's, I always, if somebody offers, I'm, I'm taking them up on it. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't blame you. So here, just local, you said you stayed in Blair. Mm-hmm. And then, or from Iowa, you came into Nebraska 
on the Blair High the Blair Road, I imagine, across the River Bridge. Yeah. Yep, yep. So in Iowa, just prior to Blair, where did you stay, if I can ask? I was in Missouri Valley. Oh, sure, yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah right they've there. They've got that little camp. They've got a little city campground there. Nice. Yeah. Uh, but it was kind of crazy that last that last day in Iowa, the last full day. Uh-huh. Um, it was a 27-mile day that I walked. And you know, first the first nine miles went good. Second nine miles went all right. I met a cross country team that was a you know, high school cross country team. And a couple of the girls were like, we saw you all the way in Dunlap when you started. And I said, yeah, I was like, I still got nine miles to go. And I got a couple miles out of town yeah. and, you know, walking along 30 and there was a car crash. A woman rear ended oh, someone. Shoot, yeah. And I was right there. So I turn around and I made sure everybody's okay. The, the woman and the girl she hit, they both got out of their car. So I was like, okay, they're okay. I'm going to go call the police. So while I'm waiting on the police, I'm on the side of the road directing traffic while they're waiting by their cars. Um, the woman who, who did the hitting, um, I said something and I was like, oh man, I was like, I'm just glad you, you didn't, you know, think it was my fault. And she's like, oh, it was your fault. I was looking at you. And I'm like, well, uh, ma'am. <laughs> um, but I, so I kind of brushed that off and yeah, then finally yeah. the police got there. But what it did is it ended up kind of killing about an hour and a half or two hours oh, of sure. travel time for me. Yeah. And I had planned on like get into Missouri Valley, go somewhere, sit down, have dinner, get the tent set up, crash for the night. Yeah. What it turned into was stumble into Missouri Valley as it's getting dark, go into mm-hmm. Casey's, grab three slices of somewhat warm cheese yes. pizza, yeah. some Gatorades. I threw the tent up in the dark and I'm like laying on my side, eating, eating pizza, drinking Gatorade in the tent. Yeah. You know, just trying to make up calories. Cause I've noticed on a lot of the days when, and it doesn't even have to be long days, just days in general. If I don't eat enough on yeah. this day, the next day is torture. Yeah. It's just well, rough. That's that they call that hikers hunger. That's a true definition. Like a friend of mine, he did the Appalachian Trail. Mm-hmm. Took him four plus months, and he said, "I just couldn't eat enough." Yeah, you know, ended up losing 30, 40 pounds, and he was already, you know, a thinner guy to begin with, you right? Know, athlete over the years, and hikers hunger. You know, I know when I'm out cycling, and you know, the mo- a seventy-five mile day—that's a hard day on a bicycle, even you know, even on right. a bicycle, you know. And you're doing—I asked you earlier, what do you average in about three, two and a half, three miles an hour? You were saying approximately, yeah. and that's a hard average too, because you're stopping and eating, and right. you know what I mean. So that twenty-five, thirty-mile day, you know, that's pretty impressive, really. Yeah. You know, pushing pushing your three-wheel cart out there and stuff. Right. But yeah, Joe, he just stopped, called me on the phone. He needed a quick-release skewer for his front wheel. And had some little small mechanical problems there and just stopped in the shop here. And uh, we just got a Gavin about his journey here, his life <laughs> journey. And so he's just started sharing and stuff. So so from Fremont, you're headed westbound. Right. Uh, the plan was to go to North Bend. Um, you know, they, I, I, they didn't really have anywhere that they approved me to camp in town. Mm-hmm. So part of me said, well, maybe we just, you know, go big and let's just go straight for Skyler. I did have a person, there's a, there's a business, a businessman I actually stayed with in Columbus when I was in Ohio, as I was passing through, who was a friend of a friend who Uh kind of followed along on Facebook. Sure. And his, his, his business is basically finding veterans jobs overseas after they get out. Yeah. And he donated some money last night and said, Hey, here's for a, he didn't understand that the wheel just needed this, the skewer. Okay. He's like, Hey, new wheel, shower, hotel, dinner, whatever order. Yeah. He's like, get, you know, do this. Yeah, nice. So with it being as late in the day it is, cause I usually try to get started by like six to seven. Yeah. I may end up just going back up North in town and get enough, get a room for tonight. Sure. And then just get out early, early and kind of hit it, hit it to Skylar. It. And it kind of, it, it throws off the distances of what I was going to do. 
you know, but I mean, that's really, that's what this journey has been about is it's like, here's your curveball. Yeah. How are you going to deal with yeah, it? Yeah. Right. And that right. for me, you know, in addition to suffering from depression myself, mm-hmm. and this was, and part of the reason that the whole walk came about was on September 1st of 2020, I was in a motorcycle accident. Okay. I went through the back window of an SUV in front Ooh, of me. Shoot. I spent a little less than three weeks in the hospital, okay. all told. Um, Very lucky to be alive, dude. I, you really? know, a lot of, I, you know, a lot of people have said that, but the funny thing is, is I never lost consciousness okay. the entire time. I, you know, I, I had two pelvic fractures, so I've got a plate in the front of my pelvis and I've got a screw in the back, uh-huh. which is with all the walking, some of that stuff is gets irritated. It, yeah. Sure. Yeah. But yeah. The, inflamed. Yeah. yeah. The, the first two nights in the hospital though, um, I actually came as close as I've ever come to ending my life. Okay. And it's crazy, but like the accident put me at that lowest point but the fact that i was in that accident and all the the swelling and everything from my waist down i wasn't paralyzed i just couldn't move right and that's probably what saved my life because okay. i was going to try to hang myself in the hotel oh. in, the, in the hospital bed right now granted when you're in that that mindset you're you're obviously not thinking straight because i look back on it now and hindsight's always 2020 always dude always. but i look back and it's like dude as soon as your vitals would have gone you're in a trauma unit so as soon as your vitals would have mm-hmm. gone they would have been like what's going on they rush in there they see what i'm doing then i spend the rest of my hospital stay strapped to the bed yeah correct yeah so, you're deemed suicidal then at that point he needs metal he, you know and positive or negative who knows the outcome of that right you know I mean yes and it's just but after that I decided to start focusing on positive things yes trying to yeah and to keep my mind off of that so I set a goal that third day which was the day after they did my surgery and they got me to stand up for the first time um I said you know what I'm gonna run a marathon nice so in October of last year I finished I won't say run I'm not gonna no, I'm, not gonna, I'm not gonna uh, you, you did the whole 26 yeah right yeah I'm not gonna tarnish what the actual runners did right, by right. calling it running but right. I finished the nice. Colum- I finished the Columbus Marathon right and then as I baby deer leg walked back to my car I said I felt you know there, there's something else in the tank I got something else to do so five weeks later, again with zero training, I went out to Arizona and I did a 48-hour ultra marathon. Did you? I completed 52.2 miles over two days. Oh, across 48 hours. Right. Yeah. And for yeah. me, I I set a goal of 100 because I did the math. I'm like, man, if I can do 26 miles in seven hours, then 100 over 48. <laughs> but 100 miles in Arizona, even yes. in October or even yeah. in November, is still 80 degrees during the daytime. Yeah. yeah. And I had blister issues, and that's the one thing too. I've gotten really good with this walk is feeling when the blisters are coming and getting ahead of them yeah and when i when i got into this into ultras these shoes i haven't had toe blisters the entire time since i got into them so i'll get some on the heels i'll get hot spots there right and sometimes on the balls of my feet but i'm i'm way better now and like oop, that's a hot spot let's throw some uh tape on it right and i and i've never had one that's kept me from going like i did in that race are you on your first set of shoes still no 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 this is actually uh pair number five overall oh no kidding um the, the one the one downside that I will say about Ultra, and maybe it's just, I think most of it is because I'm a bigger guy. The, you know, most running shoes aren't designed for guys my size. And they have a life expectancy anyway. Right. Running shoes do. Three months, 90 days, 120 right. days. 
if you're an avid runner, run it daily or using those daily. Right. Yeah, it's there. It's three months to four months, yeah. really, technically. And I then, then they turn into garden shoes. Right. You know what I mean? Really. So. So I've been shipping them home, and what yeah. I hope to do at the end is kind of build a display case nice. and do like a chronological yeah. order of the shoes that yes. I that I did for the wall. Yes. And maybe someday that could go into a silent auction or something for you know creating uh, you know depression awareness that, or mental health awareness right. and who knows. Yeah, because I come along and get a nice little payday out of that nice well, little setup, you know. Uh, it, for me, and that's the, that's the other thing too, is it's like yeah, I do want to write a book when this is all done. Nice, yeah. Um, I had a friend who you know it, initially when it first started, my cousin and I talked, and a friend of mine talked, and we were like, let's try to make it into a documentary. And I was like, yeah, it's a really good idea. And then after about a week of walking and being exhausted all the time because when I started I was probably 50 pounds bigger than I am now I was I was I I would assume you lost weight yeah I was the size of a house when I started yeah and uh it just got to the point where it's like all I was focused all and I it's still that way now it's like I just want to get A to B now granted like when I stop and talk to people that's a plus because one I'm on the road alone all the time I always you want the dialogue conversation right five ten minutes of dialogue right big deal yes but but it's you know for me the focus is still a lot of days especially with you know my feet still hurt every day like that's I mean what I'm doing it's going to happen yeah so I get to the point where it's like I just want to get where I'm going and I never really have I don't feel like there's a whole lot of compelling stuff like walking through farmland to turn it into a, a documentary, but I do want to write a book about it. And like, like we talked about, you know, when I get done, I want to explore the potential of turning haul across the country, which is what, you know, this is named on Facebook oh, and Instagram. Oh, it is. I was yeah, going to ask you that. Yeah. How, do, how can we see that? Haul, yeah. haul across, across the country. The country. H-A-L-L. Yeah. yeah we, yeah. Uh, there is a Facebook page and an Instagram page. Yeah. Uh, I've also got a TikTok, but I am not uh, TikTok savvy. I'm not a TikTok And I'm not guy. like, I look at some, what some of these people can do and like how creative they yeah. are. Usually what I do is I'll, I'll update or I'll upload like a three minute update every now and then of what's going on. Sure. And then I just copy and paste that TikTok video to Instagram and Facebook. Yeah. yeah. Um, and there is a website too, www.hallacrossthecountry.com. It's got an intro video on there, which basically just covers what we talked about. Sure. But it's got pictures of me from the hospital. Um, it talks about my why. And then it's got links to donate to the fundraiser. Or nice. if people want to donate to my expenses, they can do that too. Right. You know, I have, I have people that... That's Don't, always nice. Right. Yeah, and you know, that's people being very generous, which is great. We thank you for that. You yes. know what I mean? Throw them a little money here, everybody. <laughs> yes. I mean, and that's, a, you know, people and my cousin was like, man, you just don't don't want people to think that they're like donating for you to be on vacation. And I'm like, if, you think, what I'm, if you think what, I, what I'm doing is a vacation, like, yes. that's you know, your yeah, cousin. Yeah. Yeah. My, yeah. And it, because he's a realist, like he looks, yeah. he, he tries to give the perspective that, uh, you know, and I'm like. Yeah, this is, I mean, this is not like what I would do for a vacation. If I had a vacation, I'd be in Hawaii. Yes. Or, or I would go to San Francisco and visit because yes. I, like I like the city. Like, yeah. I wouldn't be walking across the country alone yeah. and, and be in pain every single day yeah. for fun. No, no, no. That's the, Joe, Joe, I agree with you 100%. That is not a vacation there, my friend. I mean, hell, that's a hell of an accomplishment walking the way you're walking. Seriously, for you started in uh, D- Delaware. Yes. And what what town in Delaware? Rehoboth Beach. Rehoboth Beach. Yeah. I, I don't know why. I think what I initially picked that for is that's where the American Discovery Trail begins. Oh, okay. oh really? Yeah. With Lewis and Clark. No, no. The American Discovery Trail is actually the first and only non-motorized trail that goes east coast to west coast. Really? It, but And I thought about following that the entire way. 
but the distance is on it. There's a north and a south branch. I think when you leave Ohio, you can choose to go north or south. And one branch is like 4,800 miles wow. and the other is 5,000 miles. Yeah, that's, and that's I'm like, a lot. Too. Or I could just go straight across. Right. But it's, it, it, that is all on trails. Yeah. And some, sometimes through cities and whatnot. But most of it is, you know, trails that already exist yeah. and they're all connected. So and a lot of life, if it's single track like the Appalachian Trail, you would not be able to push your cart. Right. It's not designed for that. You, right. know, you can't ride a bicycle on that trail either. You know, it's truly <laughs> yeah. a walking, backpacking. Right. I'm walking with my own two feet and I'm, whatever I have with me, I'm throwing on my back. Right. Or on my waist. Yeah. Yep, absolutely, Joe. Yeah, yeah. So you started there and it's approximately 3,100 miles total from... Delaware, your starting point to San Francisco, California. Yeah. And you're hoping to be there. November 22nd is the latest I want to get there. That was my 40th birthday. That was the original goal. Like, and in my head, it was going to be one of those, like those movie type things. Like I'm going to get there. It's my 40th birthday. The light will come through the clouds. (laughs) Everything's going to become clear to me. And then I can, I can proceed with the second half of my life with this clarity. And, you know, and, and, you know, maybe, I do. I don't know. Yeah, you don't know. Maybe it's, I get there and it's just like, oh, right, oh, time to go home. Right, you know, dude. Yeah. But, reality check. That's how it is for me. You know, it's, <laughs> you have this big hype. Oh, I'm going on this big bicycle trip. You know, and then next thing you know, it's over. It's like, oh shit, right. where the hell did time go? Right. I can't believe that we just started this bicycle trip. Where I was planning loading all my crap on my bike. Right. Yes. Right. So that's a big deal. You know. So, well, cool, Joe. It's nice to meet you. I'm glad everybody look him up. It's it's Hall Across the Country. The Country on Facebook. Yep. And on Instagram, it's... The same thing, just with no spaces. Hall Across the Country. Well, Joe, thank you very much. It's nice meeting you, dude. Likewise. Thank you for the for the chance for the chance to talk about it. Absolutely. Like I said, yeah. I don't get a chance to talk to a lot of people. No, so. no problems. No problems. And then uh, the buggy's good to go. And nice meeting you, man. Likewise. Thank you very much.